right, welcome back to More Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in Alberta and BC. If you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593. This podcast is based on a weekly newsletter that I send out to mainly real estate professionals, accountants, lawyers, and other centers of influence. The newsletter is called The Mortgage Broker Playbook for Real Estate Professionals. And if you want in on the newsletter, simply send me a text or an email and I'll put you on the list. But if you need a mortgage right now or in the near future, who gives a crap about this newsletter and contact me immediately, text or email me right now, 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. Okay. So, um, yeah, I changed up my uh, intro song there. You probably noticed. And if you've been a long-time listener, uh, I went from, yeah, I went to another tune. And, um, yeah, story behind this tune, it's called Broken Ring Finger. And it's called Broken Ring Finger because I broke my finger. Uh, And this was like, yeah, last year or maybe a year and a half ago. And I had a pin in it. And it was like, yeah, it was was an ugly injury. From soccer, I'm a goalkeeper. And, um, yeah, the ball messed me up, got the better of me. So anyhow, had a pin in my finger. I was out for like six to eight weeks. Couldn't play the guitar. And then uh, that was the first song back uh, when I started my rehab <laughs> on uh, on the guitar. So yeah, it's pretty important finger for a guitarist, the the left ring finger. And um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I kind of, I play the guitar differently right now, you know? So it's a yeah, little interesting note there to start the, the program today. Um, let's see what's going on this week. Netflix came out with its uh, list of shows that it's canceling or, or renewing and so on. So yeah, my uh, one of my favorite uh, shows that I'm looking forward to the next season, I think it's season three or four, I believe, Ozark. Yeah, they've renewed, so that's awesome. Uh, and right now I'm watching Vikings. Vikings. Love it. And I'm starting to really get into it, you know, like to the point where I'm kind of sounding like a Viking, the, the, the cool little accent that they have. Uh, if you listen to the show or you watch the show, you got to check it out. Love it. So, yeah, it's a six-season um, series, and I'm on season five. Go Vikings, go. Great show. Um, yeah, another thing I noticed, like you know, driving my kids around all the time to all their activities, and here's like two traffic um, rules that, that many that people I don't think are aware of. Like number one is the bus rule, where honestly I didn't know this until in my late 30s, but I used to always cut off buses and not wait for them. Terrible. But you're supposed to yield to buses, right? When a bus is pulled over and it picks up people and then it gets its left ticker on to get back in your lane, right? You're supposed to actually stop and yield for that bus, that sucker, and let him in. So anyhow, that, that's one little thing. Heads up, people. Like, be, be uh, aware of that. Here's the bigger one. Um, and especially here in North Van, I'm sure all across Canada, any other streets and, and busy arteries and, and main, uh, main roads in your community, um, whenever there's a crosswalk, you know, with, uh, with the lights and everything, and you press a button, and then and that, you know, that little man illuminates the signal that you can cross the street, right? So... Many people aren't aware, but when the, the countdown starts, you're technically, 
by law, I think, I think it's pretty much a law, the pedestrian should not be crossing at that point, right? And um, I'm sure if you're a driver, like this is like, it's, this is probably eaten at you before. You're sitting there waiting to turn left, five seconds left for someone to cross the street and you get that guy kind of just walking, you know, and it's counting down to zero and it's good. The yellow light is now turning and you're all like, oh my God, I got to turn, but this guy's walking, right? So yeah, you're not supposed to cross when that, that, the countdown happens. All right. So that's my um, very important public service notice. Um, let's move on here. Interest rates. Oh my God. Yes, they have finally risen and, um, and it was pretty substantial. So I was talking about this last week and um, I called it, you know, just like the Super Bowl prediction I did earlier. I called it and um, not quite as lopsided, but it is it's still a pretty good bump upward. Um, the uh, bond yields have, have, uh, have been on a, a bit of a, an uptick. I'm not going to call it a tear yet, but uh, it's been on an uptick and um, the mortgage interest rates have reacted. So we went up from being, you know, 1.49% last week to right now, the new normal is 1.79% um, to 1.99. So, uh, heads up, there's, uh, there's activity there. So if you're, um, if you're in the market, um, looking to renew, refinance or purchase a property, get that rate hold in, get it in. And, um, yeah, that's what, what me and my team have been doing for the past 48 hours. We've just been, uh, submitting for rate holds, burning the midnight oil. Last night was, uh, was a late night. Yeah. I was up till like uh, one, quarter after one. And if you're my client, you'll know that. I'll, I'll email people at like 1.35 a.m. on a Thursday night just to give them an update. Because, I, I mean, sometimes when, when the interest rates, when they react like this, like it's insane. Like you can't go to bed. Like I have to get the rate holds out because we'll get notice Mortgage brokers will get notice maybe four hours before the rates go up. Sometimes if we're lucky, we'll get the day before. We'll get a heads up from a couple of lenders. And when that happens, it's like, you know, it's like, hey, honey, cancel all the plans tonight. Like I got to do a million rate holds, right? So so heads up, um, be aware of that. There's some uh, some activity. But in saying that, the um, the rate holds that, that I'm talking, or sorry, the uptick in interest rates pertains to the fixed rate mortgages. Now, be aware right now, the interesting thing, for the longest time, there hasn't really been a spread, a difference between variable rate mortgages and fixed rate mortgages. Now, with this uptick, there is a spread. Okay, so you can still get variable rate mortgages at prime minus one, maybe even lower. So that would mean 1.45%, okay, for a variable mortgage. Uh, but fixed right now, as I mentioned, are at about 1.79-ish, okay? So uh, that's the interesting thing here is there is now a spread, and there is now a, a, uh, an opening for an, uh, a debate or, uh, you know, more decision based on which product you want because um, one of them is pretty volatile right now, uh, but the prime rate, they're saying they're expecting that you shouldn't see any activity until 2023. So um, some some very important information there as to how you pick 
um, your your interest rate strategy going forward. So uh, continue to check in here weekly, and I will inform you. All right. Um, let's begin and discuss this week's newsletter titled Massive Mortgage Penalties. Okay, so we're going to talk about mortgage penalties and how and when they uh, come into play within a mortgage. And uh, the when part of the question is quite simple, so let's, let's begin there. Every mortgage has a maturity date with the exception of home equity lines of credit. Okay? And if you sell your property or refinance your mortgage ahead of the maturity date, you are subject to a penalty from your mortgage provider, except for home equity lines of credits and open variable or shorter term fixed mortgages, which I'll touch on a little bit more later. And whether you like it or not, the concept of paying a penalty, it shouldn't be that all surprising. And like, I mean, after all, a mortgage is a contract between you and the bank. And if you've ever owned a cell phone, you understand that there are consequences when you break your contract. So same thing with uh, with mortgages, but at a, a much larger scale. But here's the thing. With the mortgage penalty, the, the convenient and maybe commonly understood definition uh, of it is that, um, like the penalty, is that it equates to simply three months worth of interest payments. Okay, so that's that's what many think. But there's clearly more to it than that. So, for example, here's one that I've recently encountered just this week, just like a few days ago. So on a $282,000 mortgage, the three-month interest penalty would equate to just under $2,500. Okay, so if you broke the mortgage ahead of its maturity date. But what people are painfully finding out is that a mortgage penalty is subject to either three months interest payments or interest rate differential, whichever is greater. Okay, so the greater of three months interest payments or interest rate differential. And this is where the shock value of a mortgage penalty lies. For the example I just explained, so a $282,000 mortgage with a three month interest penalty of $2,500, for that same mortgage, the interest rate differential penalty equates to, in this case, $22,000. Yeah, crazy. And lately, many of the fixed rate mortgages out there these days are racking up some huge IRD penalties. The key variables of the interest rate differential formula. When calculating your penalty based on an interest rate differential, several other interest rates come into play other than your actual contract rate in the formula. Okay, so here they are. The first one, of course, is the contract rate. This is the the true interest contract rate of your current mortgage. So if you have a, a mortgage right now and it's a, you know, 2.49% that you secured maybe a couple of years ago, that's your contract rate. The other rate to be aware of in the interest rate differential formula is the comparable rate. Now, this is the prevailing market rate of the term that most closely matches your remaining term. Okay, so if you have a five-year fixed mortgage, you're two years in, the comparable rate would be on three years. That's the remaining term of your mortgage. Okay, that's factored into this big, massive, crazy penalty. 
the third interest rate that comes into play in the interest rate differential formula is what I'm calling the special utility rate. Okay, and this is a rate factor um, varies with many lenders. It's kind of like the wild card. This is a rate factor that very often defies logic. Okay, built in, it's like it's built in to the formulas. Um, and like I said, every bank has their own different special utility rate, and some don't. Some don't have it at all. For some lenders, it's just the contract rate and the comparable rate. The difference between the two equals a spread, and that's how we charge. Uh, that's how we determine the interest rate differential. But then you get these darn special utility rates and factors. Okay, so those are the three um, interest rates and factors that uh, that play into the rate differential formula, interest rate differential. So these rates are then inputted into the interest rate differential formula, and and I'm going to call that IRD, interest rate differential. Um, they're inputted into the IRD formula along with a couple of more clear-cut variables, okay, such as the remaining term of your mortgage in years and the balance of your current mortgage. And from these combined variables, the interest rate differential penalty is calculated. So basically, the greater the spread between your current contract rate and the comparable rate, the bigger the IRD penalty. So the entire objective of this formula is to basically ensure that a lender's profit margin is preserved throughout the agreed-upon term. So let's say you currently have a mortgage of 3.74% and you have two years remaining on your five-year fixed mortgage. If you decide to break your current term by either selling your home or refinancing your mortgage, okay, that triggers a break, you are now breaking a contract that promised to make payments at 3.74% for 60 months. And you're breaking that in a current environment, for example, as of today, let's say, that can fetch returns of only 1.79%. So if you were a bank or a business owner, think about that. The person you just lent money to is surrendering their commitment to a contract you both mutually, mutually agreed to, thereby it's now forcing you to recoup your losses in a market that is far less valued than when the contract was signed. Um, so we seem to be in an environment right now where it, it's, it's prevalent, the interest rate differential. Uh, the variance of IRD penalty calculations from one lender to another uh, could be quite significant as the comparable and special utility rates, as I mentioned, are products of the incumbent lender and are set as per their liking. So generally speaking, big box brand name lenders have the highest yielding interest rate differential calculations, whereas the non-bank lenders tend to have more favorable formulas that yield a lesser spread, therefore a lesser penalty. How to counter a massive mortgage penalty. So here you are, you're in a situation, now you're fully aware you're going to sell your house and you call the lender and you get all prepped, right? So you can plan how much money you're going to have left over from the sale or, you know, or your refinance. And you find out it's like that your mortgage penalty is like a, a, a bombing figure that you were not expecting. Okay, so one thing to do if you're purchasing your house, um, sorry, if you're selling your house to purchase another, uh, you might want to consider porting your mortgage, Okay, so um, for this, I did an entire episode. Check it out. It's uh, season three, episode 17. 
um, you can find out more about porting. But that's definitely one way where you could uh, mitigate that massive penalty. Um, another method would be, you know, if you're looking to refinance um, or even if you're selling your house and you're, you're going to be purchasing another, but you've incurred this big massive penalty, um, you can also look for a cashback mortgage. And uh, th this is becoming more common as well. And it's, it's more offered on a promotional basis. Uh, it's not like a steady, you know, 12 month type of product. Um, you kind of have to search for them. So, um, yeah, get in touch with me and, and, and I can... Uh, I can give you some tips uh, who's offering them these days. So look for a cashback mortgage to offset that penalty. And, um, but be aware, proceed with caution, and make sure you are aware of the terms and conditions associated with cashback mortgages. So nothing is really simple. Okay, So yeah, you'll get the cashback proceeds to mitigate that, uh, that big massive penalty, but be aware, there are some conditions, some back-end conditions. Other IRD characteristics to be aware of. Open term mortgages, uh, and when I say open term, I mean open variable rate terms and fixed open terms and home equity lines of credit um, are essentially a safe haven from mortgage penalties. And open means simply there is there are no penalties. So generally, these are higher interest rate products, uh, but absolutely there are no discharge fees, no penalties. Closed variable rate mortgages, like 99% of them, enforce only a three-month interest penalty. No IRD at all. Okay, so be aware of that. If you want to avoid the IRD or the potential for an IRD penalty, go with the variable. If there is a possibility that you will sell your property within a five-year period um, of when you secure your mortgage, you should strongly consider a variable rate mortgage. Or a shorter fixed term rate. Um, and this, this may or outright eliminate any possibility of an IRD penalty altogether. So as my previous point here, most variable rate mortgages, like 99% of them, uh, only have a three-month interest penalty charge. That's it. So yeah, if you're signing up for something today and there's the slightest chance you think that, you know what, we might be moving in three years or we're going to upgrade or I'm doing a flip or something like that, um, get something... Uh, a mortgage product that does not have the IRD penalty stipulation in there, okay? Because, yeah, it's going to put a dent in your equity for sure, especially with this volatile environment that we're in. There's no guarantee that you'll avoid it, right? So um, be aware of that. Always get an up-to-date confirmation of your break penalty as it could swing from being a three-month interest penalty to an interest rate differential penalty in a very short period of time. And this is mainly a result of changing interest rates and the resulting spread. So yeah, if I mean, if you got a, if you called your lender um, five months ago and and they quoted the penalty as you know, yeah, it's three months interest, uh, you're good to go. A lot could change five months later, as we are witnessing right now. You could go from being a three month interest penalty all the way to a like hefty interest rate differential penalty that you were not expecting. So. Be aware of that, especially in the, the volatile times that we're in right now. Um, very, very critical, you know, especially for people planning their, their exit strategies for their properties or their refinances. Never rely on an online penalty calculator um, or your own mathematical inclination or, you know, like you doing the math and figuring out what you think your penalty is. Um, yeah, don't do that. Always call your lender and get it from the horse's mouth. 
be aware that in an interest rate changing environment, your break penalty could sway from three months interest to IRD very quickly, and it can continue to change back and forth as the prevailing interest rates, comparable rates, and the utility rates are constantly changing. So yeah, a lot could happen from the day you get the quote from your lender about your penalty to a few weeks, a few months, a year later. Okay, so it can go both ways. I mean, you could today you could have uh, your lender perhaps has you at a IRD penalty. At the same time, check in three months later because it could decrease with, with the way rates are going right now. A lot is happening to the spread. So when interest rates go up, there's also the potential that the spread might come down. It depends how the lenders determine their IRD penalties. So um, be light on your feet here. Pick up the phone. And uh, it's not the end of the world if your lender told you that your penalty today is 22000 Call them back in like two months. Or every time you hear about a, a major rate announcement on the radio, just give them a call. Go, hey, what's my penalty today? You're not going to get penalized for calling them every day to find out what your penalty is. So do it. When shopping for your next mortgage, inquire about your lender's IRD formula and compare it with other lenders. Okay. So, um, you know, another diligence kind of thing you should do. Uh, Or you could just call me and I can tell you all about them. That's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you're in Alberta or British Columbia, as I'm a licensed to service these specific provinces. And especially if you're from Calgary or Vancouver, as I'm very familiar with these markets, call or text me at 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593. Or you can visit my website at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning into Mortgageonomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.